The following audio recording is classified documentation for case H57 with the enclosure. Unauthorized access to this information will lead to immediate intervention. Progress further if proper clearance has been given. Warning. This documentation contains mention and depictions of psychiatric malpractice, psychological harassment, death, and audio distortion. Listener discretion is advised. Sounds like you and Dr. Everett have been spending a lot of time together lately, huh? It's so good to see you finally really making friends around here. Uh, yeah, it's been nice. Great. You two really have hit it off quick. You two spend much time together outside of work? Consider yourself good friends? Yeah, I guess. Great. So... A little while ago, Dr. Everett was clocked in, but she was nowhere to be seen by her desk or, well, anywhere. She's not one to just go off and disappear during her shift, but this has happened once or twice now. I just wanted to ask and see if you knew where she had gone off to. I've got no idea. We just meet up for lunch now and then, nothing else notable. She might just want to stretch her legs, especially since she's always stuck at her desk so much. Great, great. Oh, uh, I heard from Mr. Zimmer that you missed your last appointment. Be sure to keep on top of those. They're for your own good. Also, keep an eye out for an email from me, alright? We need to schedule a performance review for last quarter. Well, have a good rest of your day. Finally, back home. (sighs) Today was okay, up until I was heading out of work. Todd had caught me in the elevator as we were heading down and started asking me about Jamie. Recently, she came out into the field with me. (laughs) We had a little run-in with the grassmen out in the fields. (laughs) Anyway... She said that they had sent her out to join me, but with what Todd was asking, did she lie to me? Why, why, would, she, why would she lie to me? No. Whatever it was, I'm sure it's fine. It was just weird. I recorded most of that conversation with Todd because recently I was talking with Milo about him and they suggested that if he ever started acting really rude or invasive that I could just record it and send it to HR or something. I don't know. He just acts like he deserves to know far more about me than I like. Also, he just says stuff sometimes that's really, well, rude. I don't know if sending it over to HR would do any good anyways. Todd really runs this whole joint, but... Might not hurt. I don't know. I'll I'll think about it. I don't even know who runs HR. (sighs) Should probably check and make sure that it's not Todd himself. (sighs) Work's just been weird lately. Seems like when they ignored my warnings and snatched up some of the melon heads like I told them not to, they must have overlooked something because they all escaped. Pretty quickly. Cryptids escaping has been a thing for a while. 
but I guess people are just actually getting pretty on edge about it now. I don't know all the details, but how much do you want to bet that I'll eventually be sent to track them all down again since they can't kill me? <laughs> oh, oh that, that makes me feel sick. Because you're one of us. That's why. If it comes to that, I just... I won't. I won't. I can't. It feels wrong. It all feels wrong. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I now hate what I'm doing here. Maybe I should resign. They can't force me to stay. I could find a job in town. Hell, I could offer to help around the Chapman Farm and Orchard. Maybe see if they need help over at the Chronicle Inn. I just, I want some normalcy. Something that I can just, I don't know, be like those around me for once. Maybe get a job that doesn't make me feel like I'm doing more harm than good. But Mr. Zimmer said that's all in my head. Last time I even spoke to him. I kind of skipped my last appointment with him. I was... I was so angry. Dr. Damon reached out and left a voicemail. I have an appointment with her this week that I'm not looking forward to, but... After my talk with Todd, I don't feel comfortable skipping it. I'll, I'll talk to Milo or someone about it. I'd talk to Jamie, but after the talk about HR and all that, I think I should probably go to Milo. Or I could talk to Darius. I mean, I couldn't give him the full story, but the basics. He knows enough for it to make general sense. Though, to be honest, I couldn't tell the whole truth to Milo either. Can't tell the full truth to anyone. I was actually talking to Holly about that recently. Well, about work. Mostly because they noticed that I've been working even more recently than I used to, and they asked if I'd gotten put onto a new project or something. But with field work and so many papers to write, so many forms to fill out, meetings about the findings, and these mandatory therapy appointments, I've got no time for myself. No time for friends outside of the enclosure. For Darius. We get to hang out less and less, and it sucks. He gets it, but we're both getting antsy about how little time we have together these days. I think I'll request another break. Even just a guaranteed weekend off to see Darius for a bit. Maybe also invite Holly over for a movie night. Then... A day to do nothing. Just me, Grove, some food, maybe a crossword puzzle book, and the TV. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I just want some time. You know, and that medicine that they had me try for a bit hasn't even helped. It actually made me feel so much worse. That's another reason why I skipped my last appointment with Mr. Zimmer. He and Dr. Damon both dismissed the side effects. I... They made me feel so unstable. I haven't ever cried so much in my car. But they just told me to power through it. It should all balance back out. To be honest, I talked to Dr. Rahal and he gave me a, uh, a theoretical way to wean myself off of them. And then, well, I did it. I still don't feel great, but I feel better. Took a few weeks to get myself off of it, but it was worth it. 
During that time, I had a few hush-hush appointments with Dr. Rahal. Check my vitals and just let him know how I was feeling during it. Some blood labs, stuff like that. Might have been weird to keep it a secret if I wasn't already used to keeping everything else a secret too. So, there's all that. Still no word on a new therapist. I checked in, they said they'd get back to me, and then radio silence. I've kind of just given up on that. <clears throat> I just really feel like it's just me, alone. Like, if I just had one person I could talk to about all of this. No secrets, no hiding anything, just, just one person. I can't even tell my partner or my therapists 100% of the truth. It's always just bits and pieces at any given time. I can't even talk to my coworkers all that much, and hell, I empathize more with the cryptids that I'm studying more than the people that I'm studying them with. I feel like... I don't know, I feel like I... Shit! Grove, it, what? Grove? Still there. Then what? You? Is, is it? Is it you? I know you're there. I've known you're there. Why are you always hiding from me? I'm no one's hiding. I've been here the entire time. Can you see them? Grove. What's up, buddy? God. First the light bulbs, now the light fixtures. Can't please stop. What do you want? I'm right here. Just communicate with me. You gotta talk to me. I'm here. Is something wrong? You don't gotta break my stuff. You have my attention. Why can't we just communicate? All of this would be so much easier if there wasn't this... block? Like... Like... Can you imagine the conversations that we could have? You could tell me all about your little demon doggy day. You could understand what I tell you about when I talk about work. You could tell me why you keep randomly barking instead of me having to guess and come up with the worst case situation that causes me to lie awake at night instead of getting any actual sleep before I wake up for work and surprise, Grove, I get very tired. You're a demon or something and don't get tired. Or do you? You sleep, but I don't know if you get tired, which is a question that you could answer if you could speak. I can't exactly talk to the black-eyed children. I mean, they're great at keeping me company, but not the best for conversation. And I'd feel weird kind of just burdening those childlike faces with my problems. Just too young. Maybe I could go back to the Chronicle Inn? I've been meaning to speak with the blue lady again, but... I have a feeling that she wouldn't appreciate me just showing up and dumping all of my problems in her lap. She's just trying to mind her own business, which... Damn, wish I could. Try the river? Nope. Nah. Sounds like a bad idea. Dying again is just more problems. And drowning is one of my top five worst ways I've gone, so... So you, whoever you are, why do you have to be so vague? This doesn't need to be so difficult. Wait. Have you... Have you been responding? I... Maybe I just can't hear you like this, but... This thing... 
This thing is close enough to what I use to work for EVP readings and stuff, so it should be able to pick you up, theoretically. Okay, you know what? Might be able to hold a conversation after all. I'm gonna have to play this back. Hold on, let me just... Just give me a... Ah, shit. Where's the switch? Your other left. Dipshit. Go oh, shit! Jarvie Buke is created and produced by Casper Oliver, who also voices Dr. Jared Hell. Dr. Todd Carmen was voiced by Conrad Mishik. Additional voice was provided by Jason LaRock. Credits are read by Ashley Kraft, who has created the podcast official graphics. Episode was edited by Chelsea Finley. Episode was written by Casper Oliver, Jenny O'Sullivan, and Jason LaRock. Music was created by The Menace, spelled M-E-N-N-I-S-S, who you can find to support on Bandcamp, Spotify, and Twitch. If you would like to support queer-led projects such as Jar of Rebuke, The Queer The Experience, Welcome to Nexilis, and more, then consider signing up to be a monthly supporter on the Thesperians Project's Patreon. A special thanks to our top Patreon supporters, Alexis, Becky, Perry, Paige, and Cassie.